What is going on, everyone? This is episode six of Little Root Lessons. As always, I'm your host, Carter Noble, joined by our fantastic co-host, as always, Carl Wilkin. Carl, what's going on today, man? We've got uh, Team of the Week featuring, uh, I know it's a couple of the Discord's favorite mon, uh, Halucha, this week. Uh, we also have Champions Cup Top 32 to kind of break down and look over. And we're going to take a little bit more of a deep dive into some of the teams out of the Top 32 that caught my eye because I, I spent the entire weekend watching it. I had nothing else to do. I know I know you ended up playing uh, in the International Challenge this week. Is that right? Yeah, the International Challenge is going on as we're, talk, as we're recording. Um, I'm currently 9 and 6 after the first day, and I've got a whole other day of matches to play today. Playing uh, Maddie Moo VGC uh, playing the team that he took to that they took the uh, was it was it top eight? Did they make top eight with it? I, I believe so. Uh, anyway, uh, they took top eight to with it, and we're probably gonna look at that one too because that team is hella fun right now. I have been super enjoying it, and yeah, I think that's about everything we're probably gonna cover this week. Maybe some other stuff if we can think about it. So jumping right in uh, for Team of the Week this week, uh, like you mentioned, we have a pretty sweet Halucha team here. Um, so we have Incineroar, Sylveon, Whimsicott, Dracovish, Milotic, and then, of course, the Halucha. Um, we have a Scopelins Incineroar. Uh, we have Thorpsray, Pixlate, Sylveon, uh, Prankster, Focus Sash on the Whimsicott, Strongjaw, of course, Choice Scarf, Dracovish, you know, the pretty pretty standard set on it, Psychic Fangs to break to break screens right now, uh, Ficious Rand, Leech Life, and then Crunch as well. Pretty pretty solid set, pretty standard set on that one. Um, yep. Milotic, we have Muddy Water, Recover, Coil, Hypnosis, uh, Leftovers and Competitive on it, nothing, nothing... Two Nothing unique crazy. there as well. Yeah, and then scary. this Halucha uh, is weakness policy with Bra- with Brave Bird, Drain Punch, Ally Switch, and Thunder Punch. Um, it, so we're it's doing setting. your favorite thing. You you say that, man, and it really is the truth. Um, so Sylveon is I'm assuming min min attack. Yep. Um, is it max? I know you ended up playing this. Is this max special attack, max speed? Um, or is it max I know HP? it is uh, it is a little bit more bulky than what you would be playing, but I know it's min attack for sure. Okay, so uh, we have quick attack, hyper voice, shadow ball, and protect. Um, typically, I run uh, mystical fire on Sylveon just so we have a little more fire coverage, which we could probably use here, seeing how our only fire coverage is flare blitz on Incineroar. So after playing it, I talked with him about it doing the same thing, and he even brought it up later earlier today and it was just like he, he wished he had mystical fire over shadow ball because he's playing the same team in the icy uh he went on a tear i think he's some like 13 and do or undefeated like he was undefeated last time i talked to him that's awesome that's so real, he's real on awesome. a tear with it right now and um, i'm assuming he's playing this yeah 100 percent. okay so, so he's he's actually playing what you're what you're seeing on your screen is what he's playing okay cool so I know he, you said he wanted to switch to Mystical Fire, and I mean it, it's what I've been running for ever at this point. Like this is 
series one stuff that I've been playing. So, um, yeah, it, you said his EVs are a little, little more diverse than just max, max attack or max special attack, max speed or, you know, yeah. Yeah. So he has a little more bulk to his, which I could actually see being great. Um, yeah, I've preferred to have max speed Sylveon, but I could, I could definitely see running not minimum speed, but like no investment. So you're better in trick room because Sylveon has base 60 speed, which is moderately slow in all reality. Yeah, 60 puts you in that mid-tier of, I'm just enough faster than Rhyperior, but I'm still slower than, like, Gudra and whatnot. So, like, Sylveon's just a little bit better uh, in Trick Room, for sure. Um, Looking over his Incineroar, that's another thing he uh, talked about a little bit. I, I asked him why Scope Lens, and... You could never really give me like a straight answer that I remember. Yeah, that's that's definitely a very strange one here. Um, it might. I think he's just like because he likes it and he just wanted to play with it because that's kind of what this team is. Is he likes melodic, he likes halucha, and he's like he, he's a Pokemon that he likes to play with, so that's what he picked. Um, so all in all, it's just like you do you. It's your preferences. Like what do you like? Um, I personally am playing Incineroar on my team, and I have him as a bulky pivot with a, a pinch berry, with a berry. And okay. then uh, the team I copied from, they got inspiration from, uh, has a physical bolt, has like has a physical attacking with assault vest, new turn, and all that other stuff. So it's just like Incineroar is kind of getting to the point where it's like Togekiss. You kind of just play what you want and play what you like. And yeah, that's, I guess that's the thing. Is like you can much much like you said, it's very similar to Togekiss, where you can build it five different ways, and every single way can be correct, depending on what you have surrounding it. Yeah. I'm sure that's not the first time, nor the last time, we will talk about Incineroar or Togekiss in that matter. Exactly. You know? So, those are two very much staples of the format, and it's just like, well, what does it do for this team? You know, you, you truly have to analyze, based on the team around it, its role. Yeah. Um... Moving, moving right along here, we also have Whimsicott, which we mentioned. Um, pretty standard set. He has two attacking moves on it. He has Moonblast and Energy Ball. Um, I could see that being fine. There's definitely been instances where having two attacking moves on Whimsicott has been very good for me. This, yeah. this is a lot of mods that I really like playing, too. Oh, I know uh, it is. That's part, of, that's part of why we picked it. Hold on. You picked this, sir. <laughs> you played this. Don't yeah. Don't make it seem like this is all me. <laughs> I said we. So, um, helping hand and tailwind on Whimsicott, fantastic. It pretty pretty standard for me. Um, and then having Moonblast and Energy Ball, I usually split the difference, and just depending on what I need the coverage for is what I'll play. Um. Having Sylveon as our, like, bulky fairy type here means I'm probably less likely to have Moonblast and instead have something like Protect or, uh, let's see, what other, what other things? Taunt. Oh, yeah, we get Taunt. I've run, I've run Stun Spore on this before. Uh, Cotton, Cotton Spore, uh, Sunny Day, um... Which, like, Sunny Day doesn't really do anything here for us. Like, we're not, we don't have any weather support, no nothing like that. So it's just be pure counter to weather. Um, But there's a lot of Venusaurs running around, and 
setting setting up incidental sun cannot be cannot be correct at this point. We'll see. On the back end of that, there's also a lot of incidental sand running around in Tyranitar. Yeah, Tyranitar is really good, man. Yep. Um. So really, this Halucha is the big damage producer for the team between it, Dracofish, and then like Sylveon is where your real damage is coming from. Yeah. Um, this is somewhere, I mean, can actually do a lot too in reality. Yeah. Incineroar still hits hard, even if it's just like adamant and no attack investment. Like if you just plus attack, you're still at like 148. Oh, for sure. So um, you still hit like a truck. But getting, I, I haven't, I haven't looked at this at all, but having weakness policy on Halucha probably means you can just like Oko basically anything you need to, right? You you played with this. Let's let's talk about your experience with it a little bit. So Halucha pretty much gets to outspeed everything except plus six Colossal. <laughs> as and Dragapult, I'm, I'm assuming. Uh, no, you outspeed Dragapult. I'm sorry. What? Yeah, you outspeed Dragapult. Uh, you get to, you get your quick attack off, unburden at Prox after weakness policy. You get plus you get your uh, plus speed and you outspeed Dragapult. Oh my lord, we have unburden. I forgot about that. Yep. That's. That's the whole. Real, that's the whole gimmick. That's we become real good. It's pretty much the same thing as a colossal, except we don't have a cool GMX move that does chip damage over time. But um, we get drain. We get a uh, max knuckle and max airstream. If we need to be even faster, we can always max airstream and increase the speed of the rest of our team. Uh, we're running max. Uh, we have max lightning to kind of just prevent sleep shenanigans for us. Um, Ally switch, I believe, got swapped off. Uh, for another coverage move because it just wasn't doing anything. Yeah, it, um, the the ally switch seems real out of place here. Um, yeah. Do we get access to? We do have fire punch. That yeah. could be that could be the fire coverage we actually need. I think that's actually what it got swapped to. I could also um, I could also see like poison jab. Um, just as like a better. I mean, what fairy coverage do we have on this team? Anything? Um. No. None. Yeah. So having poison jab, we don't get iron head, correct? Oh, we I do get, get iron head. Oh, if we get iron head, we just max steel spike. Like that seems yeah. much better. Than having having max steel spike over max ooze seems way better in that slot. So um, yeah. Having having the thunder punch to sit up. Uh, Max Lightning, I mean, to set up Electric Terrain means we can't be put to sleep with Yawn. So that seems that seems really good. It can also deal with Tokyo by itself, too. Yeah. So really, the big question is, like, how are we dealing with Dragapult? Is it just, like, Max Airstreaming it and hoping that's good enough? Which I'm assuming it is. Uh, it is. Okay. At, at plus two attack, you, 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 you can Oko Dragapult for sure. So there's there's no need for, like throat chop or a you know any any dark coverage or anything no, like that. No, Dragapult's not bulky enough to worry about it. Okay. Uh if you wanted to deal with like trick room users, you could look into running that stuff, but outside of that, outside of like Dusclops, you're not really too terribly worried about it. Okay. That's what drag that's what Dragofish is for. Yeah, Dragofish hits uh real hard. Yep. Yeah, this it, team. This yeah, team was. It, this team played great when I played it. 
I know you said that uh, it would have been a little better if you had played a little tighter. So yeah, I, I didn't get to watch. I, I unfortunately had to work that night that you were streaming it. So, so you you happen to work pretty much every every day on streaming. So <laughs> here lately, man, um, getting getting this new job, I have worked every day the last like ten days now or something. Yeah, you need a day off. Yeah, that's for the week. I'll be fine. <laughs> Um, notable thing that may or may not come up is if your Milotic stuck against a Lapras, you have no way to damage said Lapras. Mm. So do we, maybe do we need the coil here? Like having uh, coil plus recover is without gravity. We kind of want it because we need to oh, make it sure raises that accuracy. Hypno- you're, you're we need correct. to make sure hypnosis hits. Yeah. So what what else could we run? Uh, does my logic it gets icy wind correct? Yeah, it gets icy wind, ice beam. Um, I think that's about all the moves you really care about. Icy wind's probably the best one. Now, granted, you probably don't want to be running hypnosis muddy water at that point. You probably just want to run muddy water, recover, icy wind, and like helping hand, and just drop the hypnosis all together at that point. It's it's How- the whole. Four move Pokemon thing. If you take if you take coil off, you have to take hypnosis off. If you take recover off, you just die to any electric or grass type move that gets thrown at you. How so. essential is like the coil hypnosis setup here? Does, uh, it, does it come up a lot? Says the person the person who is asking lost a coil hypnosis um, last we, week in draft. We, so we're moving on. Wait, I have moved on. You need to move on, okay? <laughs> but like, no, specifically, that's also on things we could talk about today. The draft league match was was today. So like, specifically, this matchup, like, uh, like this you, team, you need it. You one hundred percent need it. Like okay. any mylotic worth its salt, it needs to be coil hypnosis. Okay. So the big question then is, do we do we cut recover? Like recover seems real powerful. Like, that's the problem is Milotic is like really good, except when it's into Lapras or like Jellicent or anything with water absorb or just like storm drain. You just kind of just sit there and look at it. So do we just like hope to not be in a situation where it's Lapras versus Milotic? For because the most part, yeah. We just can't win that matchup. Yeah, you just you just kind of stuck after that. If, you, if it's just down to you guys, try to make sure you have more HP. Hmm. Because okay. you're most likely going to time. I mean, at that point, I would, I would personally just concede because I know I'm not gonna, like, I'm not gonna be able to beat them. And they have, uh, usually they have thunder and or thunderbolt on it. So I'm just like, eh, you're gonna hit really hard. You'd I'll be, be surprised. Fine. They're actually moving away from that now. Lapises are. Really. When we get into all these lapises coming up here, talking about uh, a good chunk of them are just. Water move, ice move, perish, song, protect. Because games are going so long. Interesting. So this is an easier way to make sure that you don't just get beat out on HP numbers. So let's let's talk about some some numbers then. Um, so we have the top thirty two from the uh, Champions Cup. Is that right? Yep, the Champions Cup. Uh, A Drive and Wolfie Clicks. Uh, Largest VGC tournament ever. It was like 1,500 people registered or something. 
Yeah. Just it absolutely was, insane. It was enough that they had to break them up into four different flights uh, named after uh, champions, notably. Um, we got a Steven flight, a Lance flight, a Cynthia flight, and a Leon flight. And we'll kind of reference them that way throughout the rest of all of this this data section, because basically, yeah. Because the flights, like, seeing what did well in one flight and seeing what did well in another flight is, like, cool. And is like, how it breaks down and how, like, everything works. And uh, I know for a fact that both finalists came out of the Lance flight. Um, That's so interesting. That flight seems to just be, like... Also, I, I believe... A good chunk of the top eight ended up out of that flight, too. If I can go back and find it. Oh, was it not just the top two from each flight? No. So, here's what happened. So, the top eight of each flight after oh, they, day one. Oh, they cut to top 32, didn't they? They cut to top 32. Okay. That but makes the top sense. eight from each flight got put into top 32. And then they got paired randomly. And then, as it gotcha. went, as it broke down, I think... I think Lance, the Lance flight had the most players enter from in the top eight, I believe. That's interesting. So if I can find it out here. So based on that logic, clearly it was the most difficult flight. Right. It should be. You think that, right? That's how logic works, man. So if you want to start with the first flight, which was Stephen flight. So, uh, looking through the Stephen flight here, um, the this is in first through eighth in that flight. Um, we have Gastrodon, Arcanine, Tyranitar, Durant, Togekiss, Dusclops. Um, pretty pretty standard team at this point. Having Dusclops there is our trick room counter basically because we're pretty hard, uh, like not not like hyper aggro, but like we are a aggressive team here. So having Dusclops to be able to I'm assuming either half trick room itself or imprison uh, makes it where it gets both of those moves. It does get both. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure if it actually got imprisoned. I knew Gothitelle does. Yeah, it gets imprisoned. So. uh, Imprison doesn't have negative priority like trick room does, right? No, it doesn't. No. So, however, however fast or slow you are is just why we. It's why people tend to use uh, Chandelure. Because it's one of the faster ghost type trick rumors. Okay. And then looking here at second place, uh, we have Gastrodon, Arcanine, Tyranitar, uh, followed by Corviknight, Rotom Moe, and Grimmsnarl. So same, like, first three, uh, which is actually a pretty decent core. Like, the Gastrodon, Arcanine, Tyranitar core is, like, very solid. Um, Yeah. The, those three mons play well together. Arcanine is a very good support role for Tyranitar and Gastrodon, whereas having Arcanine with... I mean, having Tyranitar with Incineroar leaves you really weak to Conkleder. So having Arcanine versus Incineroar is actually very important here. Just uh-huh. so you're not you're not getting blown out by you know your various fairy types or Conkleder or... It, it, Basically, those are your two big weaknesses, having Incineroar there. Yeah. Um, any Anything you want to touch on here? Like, I know this is a little more 
like our steel type here is Corviknight versus Durant, which I personally like Durant more, but I like I, I like being able to pair Durant alongside Togekiss. Yeah, like Durant Togekiss work really well together, just like kind of like how Corviknight Rotom Mo kind of work really well together. So it's just like what 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 like what steel type plus support Pokemon for your steel type do you really want? Uh, I also am, am in the Durant camp, and that's about the long and short of it on that one. Um, third place here, we have Lapras, Incineroar, Raichu, Togekiss, Conkledur, Dusclops. Um, this is pretty similar to what you've been playing here lately, this, right? This is, uh, so B. Smithy and Matty Moo are running the exact same team. Okay, they, cool. It's, it's both their teams. They both they they uh, paired together and came up with this, and they they should be exactly identical. I was gonna say, I'm like, man, this looks really, really familiar. <laughs> yeah, because it is. <laughs> um, so, where do you want to just go ahead and talk about this now, or do you want to save this for later in the show? Uh, let's save it for a little bit later. Okay, we run so, out of stuff to talk about. <laughs> uh, fourth place here, we have Dragapult, Incineroar, Gardevoir, Lapras, Ferrothorn, and Dusclops. So that's a couple names we haven't heard in a hot while. Um, yeah. Gardevoir is our our fairy support mon here. Not gonna lie, I kind of forgot it was in Sword and Shield. Yeah, you kind of just don't see it, which I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. And just kind, I'm not a fan of Gardevoir, just like in general. It just Hatterene's just a better Pokemon. <laughs> Me, it's, I I've been playing uh, this Emerald ROM hack, and I want to get Gallade, and the only way to get Gallade is with a Dawnstone, correct? Yep. And the only way to get a Dawnstone is a 5% chance on Ralts. Ah. Uh, which is a 4% encounter. Nice. I am, I am like 13 hours into this ROM hack, and I cannot get this stupid Dawnstone. And like, I, I know I could get it later in the game, but no, I want it now. Because I want to be able to just rock Roxanne's world. <laughs> of course. So, me and the entire Ralts line are having fits right now. So <laughs> Sounds like it. Um, also, this Ferrothorn. Uh, like, again, like, it's one that hasn't really been showing up here lately, but looking at the, the numbers here, out of the top 32, there's six Ferrothorns. Yeah. Like, Which, that's insane. There's as many Ferrothorns as there are Laprases. Yeah. And I don't know if that's because Ferrothorn is a good counter to Lapras, and people anticipated more Laprases than what there were. Or, Maybe. like, I mean, Ferrothorn's also, like, okay against Togekiss. Being, having access to the Gyro Ball against that is going to hit very hard. Mm-hmm. It's good against Dusclops because it's a Trick Room abuser. It doesn't like seeing Incineroar, so, you know, there's that. Um, yeah. You know, this is just working our way down the, like, most played Mons out of the top 32 here. Like, Dragapult, it probably doesn't like getting hit with a knockoff. It, it, again, implying that Ferrothorn is ca- carrying knockoff, but it's pretty common that it does, right? Yeah, uh, being one of the only Mons left that actually gets knockoff, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't really care about seeing Ar- uh, like doesn't like Conkledur, doesn't really like Arcanine. Like those are both not great matchups for it. Yeah. Um Tyranitar is kinda whatever. Like it gets hit 
okay by Gyro Ball, but Tyrantar doesn't really have a good way of dealing damage back. Yeah, Tyrantar kind of just looks at it, looks at it funny, and just watches Gyro Balls run into it. Like, um, I mean, that's that's the same with Excadrill. Excadrill doesn't really like seeing it, because it can't really hurt it, and Ferrothorn is just going to sit there and look at you. Like, getting, getting like, a leech... Like, if you're, like, pure bulk, you can get, like, a leech seed off and then just sit there between leech seed and, recover like, leftovers, you're getting back a lot every turn. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, like... You can just stall out this sand and just be whatever because you're not getting damaged by it. They're not wanting to attack into you because you have iron barbs. And in some cases, you also have rocky helmet. So, like, that's a lot of damage back to them if they do hit you. So, yep. I kind of am okay with Ferrothorn. Like, yeah. it, it, it's a mon I really worked on hard in Series 1 and realized that its days of being good at like as good as it was back in like gen 5 are long gone well when charizard becomes like the premier yeah, dynamax mon and that's the biggest thing is like i didn't realize especially back then it's like how big is dynamax actually gonna be is people that are actually gonna use this and then like you start playing with you like oh yeah this is this is real real powerful yeah uh Going from not knowing anything about uh, VGC to what I know now, uh, I wanted to do like stealth, like I knew like singles and stealth rocks and toxic stall and all that stuff. Yeah, none of that works here. So Ferrothorn, Ferrothorn doesn't really do very well. Now that Charizard's kind of like fallen to the wayside as like a sun threat compared to Venusaur, Ferrothorn actually gets a little bit more, a little bit more better because it's just like there's less fire types running around. Now, granted, almost every team has an Incineroar or an Arcanine. So there's always some kind of fire type probably running around, but you can play around Incineroar, Arcanine, and all them because they're usually going to be pivots and swapping in and out. So you can kind of play around that and use your Ferrothorn wisely. Mm -hmm. Um, And half the time, Incineroar is like people are dropping fire moves on their Incineroar just to like have like Drain Punch or Close Combat or Cross Chop or some weird fighting type coverage for some reason. Because there's not I, playing enough Conkledur, man. I guess. I, that's what I was about to say. Is like, play more Conkledur. Conkledur does amazing things by himself. He could 1v2. I've done talking, it. <laughs> talking about Conkledur, um, back to the Steven flight, there are four Conkledurs in these last four teams. Um, yeah. Of those, there's also three Incineroars. So, you know, there's... Talking about this core, like, there's three Incineroars, there's three Togekiss, there's four Conkleders. Like, these mons are very good. They, they make a nice little a nice little triangle core because it's very dark fighting. It's like, here's Incineroar, here's Togekiss, here's Conkleder. They kind of cover each other's weaknesses, uh, be it that uh, Dark Beats uh, hits the ghost types that fighting types normally can't deal with. Conkleder hits the steel types that Togekiss can't deal with. Togekiss kind of comes in, cleans up fighting types for Incineroar. So it's just like, it's a nice little, it's a weird triangle that you just so subtly don't see because Incineroar's like big fire type. Yeah, you don't, you don't think of Incineroar really as a dark type. You think of him as your fire starter. Exactly. Him having dark coverage is whatever most of the time, but in reality, like 
that's a very critically important part of Incineroar. Yeah. Um, so this first one, uh, the first of the bottom four of the land, of the Steven flight, we have Venusaur Incineroar, uh, Excadrill, Togekiss, Conkeldur, Rotom, Wash. A- anything you want to just stop me if you have anything you want to touch on here, or I'm gonna I'm this gonna try is, to. That's pretty standard. Through. It's it's pretty standard. Just kind of lightning round them off here. So then we have uh, Rose Raid, Incineroar, Lapras, Togekiss, Conkeldur, Dusclops. Um, not a not a big fan of Rose Raid. I know we've talked about it the last couple weeks, a couple different times, but personally, I've been more of a fan of Serena. So, yeah. Uh, Dragapult, Gastrodon, Corviknight, Colossal, Conkeldur, Venusaur. Um, I'm assuming we have Surf on Dragapult and or Gastrodon. Um, and like. Dragapult having Surf also is great with Gastrodon because it has Water Absorb or Storm Drain. Yep, it has Storm, Storm Drain. Drain. So it's going to get boosted from that. And then it also, you know, still hits them, I believe, is how that works. Yeah, you still hit with Surf. It just it Storm because it's spread. So gotcha. you, just, you just hit everybody, but you absorb yours and get your special attack buff. Because I know that's how, um, like, Life Do works. Yep. Is you get life do you heal, but then you also heal from life do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, that's a weird, that's a weird one. I I never understood why that one worked that way. But. I have no idea, man. Because yeah. magic, I guess this is Pokemon. Wrong, I'm gonna say wrong game. <laughs> so um, down here in eighth place of the Steven flight, we have Rotom, Mo, Incineroar, Excadrill, Togekiss, Conkeldurr, Milotic. Pretty pretty standard. A lot of That's, these mods we've seen. We, a lot of these mods we've talked about. So yeah, pretty standard stuff. Uh, moving uh, on to the Lance Lance flight, which you did send me the top eight. I had four. I had four in the top eight here. Yeah. So I mean that's that's a lot. Yeah. So Pokey Alex Edu Febzy and Dareth ninety six all made. The top eight out of this Lance uh, flight, and that's insane, man. Because oh, for sure, they all ended up like on different ends of the bracket, probably, and they just worked their way down. Just worked their way towards each other. Yep. And you know the the best part of of that is like it, it really showcases that like yeah they were in the same in the same flight, but like they are still very good players and were able to continue doing well into day two, like. Yeah, them top aiding their flight was not a fluke, basically. Exactly. So, uh, firing firing these off, uh, we have first place. We have Mimikyu, Arcanine, Tyranitar, Lapras, Conkeldur, Dusclops. Um, got a mild, mild like trick room theme here with Dusclops, like Lapras, Tyranitar, Mimikyu, like Conkeldur. Like this doesn't look like trick room, but in reality, it, it is. Yeah, yeah, like Lapras can be slow enough for Trick Room. Tyranitar can definitely be slow enough for Trick Room. Mimikyu is a Trick Room setter. Uh, this is this is Febzy's team. This is the champion. This is the winning team right here. That this is the team that won. Oh, it, is it? Yeah. <laughs> I am not good at this, man. Okay, these names don't line up. No, uh, they used in-game name on. Oh, gotcha. On their okay. dis- on their sheets. I'm just like that doesn't. Look right, but it's... and the profile that it fought that was playing that he was playing on is named Itachi. So okay, gotcha. So um, 
names are names. Names are names, yeah. Cool. Uh, so we, I'm sure we're going to talk about this a little more here after a while, too. This is going to be in the next section of the show, so nothing we're going to cover about this here. We'll cover it here in t- anywhere from 5 to 20 minutes. I don't know. Some later. Somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, so next up, we have Gastrodon, Arcanine, Tyranitar, Corviknight, Hatterene, and Ndidi. Again, Trick Room. Like, pretty hard Trick Room, so... Hattery uh, and Didi yep. just screams Trick Room all the time. You know, it's crazy. We had zero Trick Room in, in the Steven flight, and here we're two teams in. We have two Trick Room teams. There was one Trick There was one hard Trick Room team with uh, the Dragapult Incineroar, Gardevoir, Lapras, Sparathorn, Dusclops. That, that's a hard... That's a, I would call that a hard TR team. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll agree with that. Uh, speaking of Trick Room, <laughs> we have Dusclops and Didi... Male? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, it's, a, it's another Trick Room setter. Oh! Uh, Venusaur, Torkoal, Incineroar, and Slurpuff. Do you know VGC staple Slurpuff? <laughs> Do you know the set? <laughs> Excuse me while I go Google. Uh... I can probably do you one better. If I can find the pokey paste for it. Someone was talking about it on Twitter. Let me find it. Oh, let me find it. Oh, I didn't know what Sweet Bale does. This is sweet. Yeah. So Sweet Bale is its normal ability. Uh, it and Pokemon... Uh, it and allies cannot fall asleep. That's interesting. What are we doing here? Um, so it's not using uh It's not sweet. Sweet veil. It's not it's sweet. Unburdened? Uh-huh. Okay, so that's also really sweet. Poop. I didn't get anything. No, I know. Oh, there it is. I had to make sure I was saying the right thing. So, so this is We're this pretty is sure pretty... this is that we're pretty sure this is it. So this is Psychic Seed Unburden Yawn After You Fake Tears Dazzling Gleam. Like, this is where it came from. And then what we got at the tail end is the finished version. So we're pairing this next to NDD Mail. Yep. And, like, this version here that you sent me doesn't have Trick Room on it. Like, this no. is an aggressive NDD. Yeah. With Hyper Voice, Mystical Fire, Psychic, and Protect. So this is your Trick Room Abuser. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so they, when you <laughs> send these out, they think you are going to just set up Trick Room and sweep with Slurpuff. And then you unburdened Slurpuff goes after you and your Ndidi just pops off. <laughs> or you get access to Fake Tears, uh, you know, mess with them, and then Psychic or Mystical Fire or Hyper Voice is going to hit like a truck. Yeah. This is... This is sweet, not something I was anticipating. Um, the cool part is you still have Trick Room on Dusclops for your Torkoal, and in this case, they were, they were playing Bioplume. Uh, and they also are playing Scrafty over in Cinderor. Uh, but this is this was kind of like the first iteration, I believe, and then the second iteration is just got upgraded because Venusaur for Bioplume and, and Incineroar for Scrafty. So, worst part is, is like, on this spreadsheet... Um, we have a list of mons that are only used once. 
and Slurpuff is not on that list. <laughs> yeah. That's the scary part. <laughs> um, I believe it is... Where is it? I saw it, and now I've lost it. I have yet to find it. So, we'll, we'll find it when, when we yeah, get there. Yeah, we'll find it when we find it. Moving um, on. So, next, we have Dragapult, Incineroar, Excadrill, Togekiss, Rotom Wash, and Venusaur. This is the other finalist team. Again, we will talk about it here in who knows how long. Yep. Um, next up, we have Alchemy, Incineroar, Lapras, Togekiss, Conkeldurr, Dusclops. This is Dareth. Uh, we talked about it pretty in-depth last week. So, not not much to say from week to week here. Decorate is good. Use Decorate's it. real good. Um, next, we have Pokey Alex with... Dragapult, Incineroar, Durant, Gastrodon, Colossal, Venusaur. Again, we talked about this last week. Really nothing to touch on here. This is the one I wanted to play this weekend at the IC, and I couldn't find a Poke Paste for it or a GMAX Colossal. So, I'm sad. Rough. Yep. Um, I like the team I'm playing, though. We'll be fine. It'll, it's- next, we have Sun, Sun Trick Room. Uh, so yep. we have Venusaur, Charizard, Torkoal, like pretty pretty standard sun. And then our, our trick room set is Rhyperior, Dusclops, and we have Sableye to round out the, the end of everything here as well. So pretty pretty s- standard sun trick room things going on here. Nothing overly exciting. Yep. And then rounding out the Lance flight, we have Braviary, Arcanine, Tyranitar, Excadrill, Ludicolo, and Jellicent. I miss Ludicolo, man. He hasn't gone anywhere. He's right there. Yeah, but he's not good like he used to be. But there's more than one. True. It is not on the list. (laughs) (laughs) So that's that's wraps up the hardest. What looks to be the hardest flight to get out of was the Lance flight. Yet four of the eight did it, man. So it's it's the scary one. So it's either the easiest or the hardest. You can draw your conclusion. <laughs> yeah. It's the scariest. I like scariest. Scariest is a good descriptor. So, moving on to the Cynthia flight here. Uh, first place, we have Hard Rain. And this yep. is not something I don't think we've talked about on this cast at all. Uh, we might have mentioned things about Hard Rain early, 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 early on. And we shot them down because Pelipper feels terrible. <laughs> terrible. But the Pelipper good news is... is, is our Lord and Savior Sableye will come and dance and do the rain thing for us. <laughs> so here we have uh, Dragapult, Ludicolo, Sableye, Togekiss, Duraludon, and unfortunately Pelipper until we get Politoed back. Yeah. I can't wait to have Politoed, man. So rain's actually like decent. <laughs> or give us a new Pokemon with Drizzle. Anything. Trim- I forgot just, that's also just a possibility. <laughs> that's just a possibility. Give us something with drizzle. Anything with drizzle. Please. Just not Kyogre. I don't want that. Oh, hell no. Can we he, he can stay away. about Ubers? He can you, stay away. You ready for Lando to come in and mess things up, Carl? <laughs> no. He can also stay away. Uh, moving on to second place here. We have Dragonfold, Arcanine, Tyranitar, Dogekiss, Rotom Wash, Mimikyu. 
I hear you like Dragapult. <laughs> Dude, there's... There's so many Dragapults. There are six Dragapults in this flight. That's Six insane, of the man. 14 Dragapults are in this flight. That's a lot. And, like, worst part is, like, you're reading over this, and you have, like, two Dragapults, and then this next name has Charizard in that first slot, and then four more Dragapults. I'm just like... Man, that's a lot of dragons. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Charizard's Oops. on a dragon. <laughs> so, uh, talking here, we have Charizard Ninetales Venusaur. So, again, we have our Sunset. And then Rhyperior Conkeldurr Dusclops. So, I hate this team. It's, it, if Ninetales was Torkoal, I'd be more on board. But because it's not, it's just like, well, it's not doing the thing like we want to. And, like... It, what what is your fourth on either of these two halves? You know, like are you just you have bringing... to bring nine tails for your son? You have to bring nine tails and you have to bring Conkeldur. Like that's what you got to do. And you like... just leave Rhyperior Dusclops at home. And then for Trick Room, you you just bring Venusaur for sleep stuff. I guess, but that doesn't feel great. Uh, Rhyperior, you can just run Fire Punch. That's okay, I guess. That gives you max flare. It also covers his, like, grass weakness very well. So. That's, like, that's like the normal set for Rhyperior is to run Fire Punch, Rock Wrecker, and, um... I just blinked on the last move. And then Protect. Um. Probably high horsepower. Yeah. A ground move, for sure. Just hit yeah. it really hard. Because they, they... Earthquake isn't nearly as dominant as it used to be, man. Like even looking it's back, it's starting like, to pick up because everyone's starting to play Rotoms and Togekiss again. Like everyone's so many Togekisses and the people are playing Rotom again. So Earthquake's starting to starting to see a little bit more play now because you can just throw out your Rotom and just EQ everybody. I can get on board. I miss EQing people. Just let me build your teams, man. I can I can help teams. That, that's basically how this is gonna work. You're just gonna send me teams. I'll be like, yeah, that's sweet. Put it together for me, please. <laughs> I don't have time to. <laughs> um, next up, we have James Beck, who, if you don't follow him on YouTube, I highly recommend. His content is fantastic. Um, we have Dragapult, Arcanine, Ferrothorn, Milotic, Sableye, and Dusclops. So, this, this seems sweet. I like I like what's going on here. Yeah. Oh, uh, I actually I actually skipped a team. I better say you skipped a team. I was like Oops. looking over and you said Milotic, and I'm just like... That's, That's not right. Marina. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, backing up for a second, uh, in fourth we have Dragapult, Mimikyu, Ferrothorn, Primarina, Gigalith, Dusclops. What are we doing with Gigalith, man? I don't know. Um, the only thing I know about it is that it gets Explosion. <laughs> now, I only know that because of Quentin. Yeah, um... Uh... I'm pretty sure that's not what this is doing. Uh, this is probably just sturdy sandstream. Okay. And you just kind of sit there and be this bulky rock type. I don't know. That's about all I can think of. Uh, it counters sand. Uh, it counters sun. It's like it's like the best thing I can think of. It's like a poor man's like rapier. Yeah, but you don't have to die. Uh, you don't have to demax it to get the sand to go off. True. But then you could also just run T-Tar. Yeah. But Titar is also like four times weak to fighting and has other weaknesses outside of just the rock ones. So it's Yeah, but like, you also have you also have three ghosts. So like if you're anticipating a punch from a, a a fighting attack, like 
You can just switch. I'm sad that this is two parts of the Dragapult uh, Mimikyu Agaslash trio, and they just and don't instead have we have the Dust Squads down here on the end. Yeah, I just, that just makes me sad. Like the triple ghost core you want, but not the not the third one. This makes me sad. So speaking I do of, like this Primarina, though. The Primarina's cute. It, it, Primarina's really sweet, man. Yep. Primarina's real cool. It is definitely one that, like, first... When when it first came out, it, like, was grossly overshadowed by Incineroar in, in VGC. Like, mm-hmm. like, when you compare... Intimidate versus Liquid Voice. It's just like, oh yeah, sure you can have more stab moves, but like, I'm gonna stop them from killing us. <laughs> you exactly. Know? Intimidate real powerful. Yeah. And Liquid Voice. I mean, it's good, and it's drastically better than Torrent, but it's not where I want to be. Yeah, agreed. So. And that's that's kind of why, like, it was just been overshadowed and kind of forgotten in my book, is, like, it's not the best starter from that generation. <laughs> yeah. And, like, there's other bulky water types, and there's better fairies. So, like, everything that it does can be done by someone else. Notably, Primarina is not weak to steel, so... True. It, it, it is neutral to steel. And there's not a lot of poison attacks going around. So Primarina is just like, you gotta watch out for grass and electrics. And freeze-dry. There's a lot of freeze-dry. There's evidently a big uptick in Ferrothorn too, man. Ferrothorn won't power whip you. Yep, you gonna get power whipped. Uh, Um, So let's see, we talked about James Speed 1, so that leaves us with Dragapult, Charizard, Jellicent, Togekiss, Rhyperior, Whimsicott. See, Jellicent gets Trick Room. Yep. So we have this minor Trick Room team. Um, But it's not like a good Trick Room team, because like we really don't have anything to pair with them. It's like, Jellicent, Rhyperior, and you... Like benefit from splash water damages that water attacks like hit Rhyperior and Jellicent. Uh, you got Charizard and no to way to set Sun beside. Oh no, Whimsicott gets Sunny Day. I'm yeah. I'm dumb. Whimsicott sets Sun me. sets Sun for you. Dragapult and Togekiss are just good good stable mons. I, I guess, but I, I don't like what this is doing. I don't. I'm not a fan of it either. Cool. Uh, Dragapult, Incineroar, Clefairy, Milotic, Rotom, Wash, and Ferrothorn. I like this. Ferrothorn is never going to die. No. (laughs) (laughs) Clefairy will keep this thing alive forever. (laughs) This is sweet. I like what this is doing. I want to pair Clefairy with Ferrothorn now. I'm pretty sure you'll take more damage from Iron Bars than you will dealing damage to Ferrothorn. Probably. That's insane. <laughs> and then, like, again, between Leftovers and... Uh, you probably want Rocky Helmet on this set now. Yeah, because... Like, if you, you're pairing it with Clefairy, like, your plan is to just Leech Seed and stall the game. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, then, I like what this is doing. Yeah, and then we got, like, Rodom Wash to pair against the Ferrothorn, just, like, protected from fire types. That's great. Like, nah. 
we're done here. Uh, the last team in Cynthia Flight is a repeat of the third team in the Steven Flight. This is Maddie Moo VGC's team of Lapras and Cinema Raichu, Togekiss, Conkledor, and Dusclops that we will go over at a later time. Then, anything you want to touch on in, in the Cynthia Flight before we move on here? Nah, we're going to talk about my favorite team in it anyway, so. Cool, cool. Uh, so that finishes us, uh, that leaves us with the Leon flight. I am super disappointed they didn't give us a red flight. Like, I'm just throwing that out there. Red's the best champion, and they didn't give it to us. All right. Just, I'm just saying, man, I'm disappointed. It's whatever. All right, I'm done. I'm, I'm done complaining. Oh. <laughs> uh, First place here we have Vimicu, Arcanine, Tyranitar, Milotic, Ferrothorn, Dusclops. Seems pretty standard at this point after hearing how many Ferrothorns we see, there are. In, in all actuality, man, there's a lot of Ferrothorns. Uh, Milotic, Incineroar, Excadrill, Togekiss, Dragosult, Whimsicott. I like Dragosult. I'm surprised there wasn't more of it running around. It, it, this is actually the only one on the list. And I, I actually really like pairing it with Whimsicott. Like having having access to uh, to Tailwind makes Dracosult hit pretty hard, especially if we get a Bolt Beak off. Oh yeah, just like Bolt Beak into anything that's not a ground type usually results in at least seventy five percent damage. A, a lot of damage. Yeah, at least seventy five, if not a KO. Uh, third team, Dragapult, Incineroar, Mimikyu, Primarina, Ferrothorn, Dusclops. I feel like we just talked about this. I think this is... Uh, no, the last one had Gigalith. Yeah, I like this one better. <laughs> is it because we got rid of Gigalith? <laughs> we got Incineroar over Gigalith, like... How that seems we like a strict upgrade. <laughs> Were we just talking about like how like Intimidate's better than Liquid Voice? I'm pretty sure Intimidate's better than Sandstream. Just just gonna throw that out there. Especially on a non-sand team. <laughs> on a non team. Yep. Uh, fourth place is Dragapult, Excadrill, Tyranitar, Corviknight, Rotom Heat, and Sylveon. Love it. Wouldn't it change a thing? This just feels like a hard sand team with a little bit of change in coverage because they just were expecting more Venusaur. Mm-hmm. I, I really like Rotom Heat on... I, I, I like Rotom on Sand Teams regardless. Um, I've been a big fan of Wash or uh, or Mo specifically, but Heat adding that fire coverage that this team desperately needs because otherwise we just don't have it. Yeah, is, you just don't get access to it. it. It's really good for what we're trying to do. Like I know yeah. we can have like Flamethrower on Dragapult, correct? You can. And but like we have why would you fire. run special Dragapult? Yeah. And, like, we can have Mystical Fire on Sylveon, but, like, That's Rotom only... just does fire moves way better. So Yeah. Uh, uh, moving on to Red Silver's team. There's your red. Perfect. Uh, we have Excadrill, Arcanine, Tyranitar, Togekiss, Milotic, Serena. There's Serena. I was Love wondering it. if we were going to find that. Yeah, this is, this is sweet. This is... Uh, Kind of what I've been doing with with sand here lately, uh, like this Tyranitar Excador, uh, Excadrill core, having Arcanine to be able to fill out that core, 
And then Togekiss with Serena is really powerful. My one complaint is we have Milotic over Gastrodon. Um, I think Gastrodon fits the sand theme a little better. Not only because it's like resistant to sand stream, but also because it has storm drain to be able to draw in the, the water attacks towards either your Excadrill or your Tyranitar. Yeah. So that's the one thing I would change is changing Milotic to Gastrodon. Otherwise, this is like hard sand that I can get behind. Agreed. Uh, next team is Durant, Rotom Wash, Rapierior, Togekiss, Conkelder, and Dusclops. This team's sweet. I, I'm a big fan of what this team's doing. It's like, here's my slow team. Oh, wait, here's Durant after Trick Room's done. Getcha. And here's <laughs> Hyper Aggro coming out of Trick Room. Yeah. It's like, yeah, when, like, I don't need a Dynamax. I, I can just set up with Conkelder, Dusclops, and in the back have Togekiss and Durant to go over the top of you. Yeah. I can I can get on board with that. That seems real cool. Uh, next team: Dragapult, Incineroar, Rotom, Wash, Togekiss, Conkle, or Mimikyu. I got really nothing to say. Yeah, it pretty seems pretty standard. Last it, team: Dragapult, Incineroar, Agaslash, Togekiss, Conkle, or Mimikyu. All right, there's your Agaslash. Are you happy now? Yes. <laughs> the Ghost <laughs> Trio is complete. There's your three Musketeers. So it's so cool that like you get to play your three ghost your ghost trio, but it's also your dragon steel fairy trio <laughs> at the same time. I actually had never noticed that until you just said it. Yeah, and I I know you've talked about this core a lot, and I have just never. I'm just like, dude, that's a lot of that's a lot of uh, ghosts. I don't right. understand what you're doing, but yeah, that you smart. You are way smarter than me. <laughs> um, and then we also have the trio of Incineroar, Togekiss, Conkleder. <laughs> Very good mods on their own. So like, so we get to do all the cool stuff. I like it. Yeah, that that team is definitely really sweet. <sighs> so this brings us to um, basically our last section of the day, um, where Carl wanted to go into a deep dive on the first and second place teams from this Champions Cup. Um, and these are, this is Maddie Moose team, correct? No. So the first, the first graphic you have at the very top, this uh -huh. is the second place team. This is EDU's team. Okay. And then the uh, second graphic you have, Itachi, this is the first place team. Maddie Moo made top eight, but got knocked out oh, by Pokey okay. Alex in top okay. eight. Okay, cool. Um, so so let's, let's break this down, man. What do you want to talk about here? So, what's cool is how both of these teams want to be drag out, long knuckle drawn out battles. There, there's no four turns, games over kind of setup here. It is these mons all want to sit there. They all want to just do their thing and draw long drawn out battles are what they're built for. And it's super unique, just like looking at both these teams because, like, the first place team. It's like Lapras, Tyranitar, Dusclops, Arcanine, Mimikyu, Conkleder. Like, there's Trick Room in here that wants to play slow. But then you like look up and you're like, oh, there's Arcanine for Fast Will-O-Wisp and Snarl and Flare Blitz and all that stuff. And there's Mimikyu for Shadow Sneak and be this physical pseudo-fast Pokemon. But then we also have like this weird Tyranitar just thrown in there. And Lapras to be like this Gigantamax threat and... What was cool was every time I watched Fe Fevzi play this team, 
It's like the lead was always like a weird like trick room setup or like Tyranitar Arcanine or Tyranitar Trick Room User. And like Lapras wasn't the forefront of this team. And that was what was really cool is like Lapras is like an actual support Pokemon instead of being I have to Gigantamax turn one setup Veil so the rest of my team doesn't die immediately. There's actual like play around with all this stuff. And if you go to uh, EDU's team, it does kind of the same thing. Uh, with Rotom Wash is fairly bulky, has very little weaknesses. Uh, Togekiss can do the whole kind of bulky thing as well. Um, I actually built, I actually took uh, the Togekiss and the Incineroar from uh, EDU's team to build for my team. Uh, and then I took Itachi's Lapras off of his team to play on my team. Uh, and that's what that's where it's like I want to get to is it's like these Pokemon, like you think you build them a certain way and they're going to do all these things and they're so oppressive and they're just like hammer down all the time. You have to do these. Lapras has to Gigantamax turn one. If Lapras isn't on the field turn one and Gigantamax, you're probably playing your team. Well, no, you don't have to do that with that. That's what's... And they wanted to play this long, drawn-out game around built around Dynamax. I think... I can't remember exactly when both both these players were Dynamax, but a lot of the times it'd stall out till about turn six or seven, and then we finally get to see, oh, there's Gigantamax Lapras. Or, oh, there's uh, Togekiss from uh, EDU's team actually doing something that popped up. Um... Also, Rotom Wash is this Rotom Wash is super duper bulky. Like, uh, it tanked it tanked a bunch of hits when it's when it's uh, when it's D Max, and it just slows the game down. So I'm just like noticing now that the game has slowed down so much. What does that mean for like Tailwind users? What does that mean for Hyper Aggro? Like, where do we go from here? That's a that's a really interesting point. Like, I I personally prefer to play hyper aggro. Like, I, well, I yeah. feel like that's where my specialty comes in. Is like being as aggressive as I possibly can as early as I can. Um, maybe that be like setting up with a sword stance on this Excadrill, or having weakness policy triggered on turn one. Just like I want to beat you on turn three or turn four. Mm-hmm. And like, there's been multiple games where I've won on turn two because I'm able to pick up a double KO both turns one and two. Yeah. And, like, a, a double KO on turn one is... It's a lot to come back from. Because, then, you know, you're playing 2v4. And, like, that's a very, very hard... Very difficult situation to be able to come back from. I yeah. mean, I've, I've had it where, you know, I get the double knockout on turn one and then I end up losing for whatever reason. You know? So... It... it there's, I like leading in in a hyper, in a more aggressive stance, um, because it lets you, it lets you take charge of the, of the game. Like, you are in the driver's seat if you are able to pick up early KOs, and it makes it where your opponent has to, you, you basically have to get in the mindset of your opponent Okay, how do how do I get back into this game? And you just try to shut them out of every possible angle from that point. You know, 
if they're reliant on exactly Pokemon X to be able to to win this game, well, don't tar- don't, don't double target into it because you know if they protect, like then you just gave them a free turn. Yeah. You know, like sure, you need to realize that Dragapult is their way to winning this game. That doesn't mean double into Dragapult. That means, you know, kill off their support and leave them with exactly Dragapult and make them do it as a 1v4. Exactly. So there's a lot of very subtle things of, I like to be aggressive early. I want to showcase that. And being able to do so makes it where it's just hard for your opponent to come back. So seeing, seeing these games that go turn 8, turn 9, turn you know 12, it's just like, man, that's a, that's a real long day that you're talking about. We had so, games. There were games that went to time on stream. It's like, that's just absurd to me, you know? Like it's what the weather mat is heading right now. It's like everything's so bulky and so like it, they everything can take a hit. And Aurora Bill draws out the game, having Trick mm-hmm. Room and Protect and Pain Split and putting like Pokemon are, to sleep. These things draw these games out to be longer and longer and longer. And these what's great is just like I, I enjoy this because it means my decisions have more meaning. It's not okay, face roll. First turn, double knockout. Uh, no, I get to... Do I set up my Veil this turn? Because in five or six turns down the line, am I going to need Veil still? Or do I wait and deal with the support on the support around it now and then go and set up Veil five turns from now when they have their damage finally out on the board? Mm-hmm. It, it's, it it's feels like all ranks are now master rank battles, and that's what's great. I, I'm enjoying this meta for sure. Yeah, I, I haven't actually got to play on ladder in probably about a month, to be 100% honest with you. Um, a lot of my games that I am playing are on, on Showdown. And it's just like, you know, maybe it's just because the the downtime in between games on Showdown is so quick. It's just like, all right, well, you know, I lost this game. Let's queue again. But it makes me remember being hyper-aggressive and being able to win games very quickly as opposed to those super long drawn out games. So it it's probably the way I that I play is not really I need to adapt my play style to the current meta is basically where I'm getting at. Yeah. Um I've already made that adjustment like the Maddie Moo teams that I got inspiration from. It's another one of those long drawn out games, this one being more around Lapras, but you don't have to have Lapras turn one Dynamax or G-Max out in the field to actually be effective because you just have bulky Dustclops and Raichu and Togekiss and your Incineroar and your Conkolder to kind of help prop this Lapras up. So when you comes when it comes time for Lapras to actually do something, you finally get to go and punch that clock and actually just start take over the game because you set up your Veil and you've been able to set up your rain and you've been able to just stall out all their Dynamax turns and all their damage and be able to just take over the game from there. It's more like, it's like a control style Pokemon game, which I can actually get behind this. I hate control. I hate playing control and magic because it's just so boring. You just sit there, you kind of look at each other and you kind of just have to wait for the first one to blink. This one, it's more 
proactive control rather than reactive control. I can I can take I I can sit there and stall and then I take the reins and I just take over the game. From that point, I had a lot of games in the IC that I played. Uh, I started with today, and that's a lot of how my games win. Is like I kind of sat there, did my thing. Oh, this this okay. So Lapras has done its job. Incineroar's done its job. Oh look, it's time to turn on Trickrim and sweep with Conkolder, or. Oh, it's time for Togekiss to come out and just be annoying as hell. Have I mentioned Togekiss is annoying as hell? Once or did twice. You know, did you know Togekiss gets safeguard? I did, actually. Yeah, uh, I didn't until I started like looking at Togekisses and I'm like, oh, that's neat. Like, I knew Togekiss got ally switch. <laughs> it wasn't until uh, last week, actually, when we were talking about this. I'm just like, Man, safeguard on Togekiss is kind of weird. But, you know, we, we talked through it. I'm just like, man, that actually is, like, real intelligent. Like, that's some, yeah. like, big brain plays that I was not ready for. Um, And that's what's cool is, like, Lapras doesn't have to run the Electro-type move now. You get to run Parish Song. You get to play even longer games now. Yeah. And you, you have an end game to play, too, because you will win with Parish Song eventually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like your, when oh it's, shit I win button like when you're down to your last each, each down to last two you win <laughs> if Paris Song gets to go through you, you're the game's pretty much over in three turns mm-hmm. you just gotta protect and stall out and hope you get there and I, I've won that way <laughs> and that's what's great and I, I, I just enjoy that like that's what this meta's becoming is just like slow drawn out controlly style games where like status is a thing and like you can just hit recover and heal back up or just like and you can take the time to do that stuff because when i started playing everything's like follow me or you die mm-hmm. and i didn't really care for that it's just everything felt so fast and go it went so quick and i was just like i gotta make decisions like that all the time and now it's like okay i have to think i get to sit I can do this, this, and this, and my decisions now will definitely impact the game later on, whereas if I just hit this super effective attack, I just blow them up kind of situation. It's just my little rant for the day. I mean, I I think it's a very, very good thought process here. I think it's a, it's a lot of in-depth thinking that uh, like specifically myself, I need to get to, you know, it, it's not difficult, but it is just approaching the game from a different angle. The student has surpassed the master. What do we do now? <laughs> I'm calling it a show, man. This is dumb. I don't like it. <laughs> um, anything else you want to touch on? I know you had bye week this week for draft week. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't get to play a game, and I'm probably... I was wanting to do commentary, but I may not actually get to. Um, just because by the time my roommate Kyle gets home, uh, I'm already in bed. <laughs> so there's not a lot of time where I can be like, hey, you know, go in on the computer and record your match real quick. Cause well, here's the thing. Quentin has a capture card now. I forgot Quentin can record data. Quentin already planned on recording it for us. I can just send it to you so you can do commentary, and then you can send it all back to me. 
Oh, you smart. Maybe. I'm smart. Because I already did my own. I already talked over my own game. I don't want to talk over another one. It just feels weird to get two in a row. Um, I know uh, what's going on right now is we're entering the last week of our draft league. Uh, I have had a lot of people super interested in talking to me about joining the next draft league. And I'm super excited to start that. Um, oh, for sure. I'm I very believe, excited. I believe we've come to the conclusion that since I beat Tommy, we're probably just going to skip the top two cut thing and just find a, declare a winner at the end of next week. Okay, uh, that's fair. I can get behind that, this. Like, it's kind of where we're at. That way we can start a new one as soon as possible because everyone's chomping at the bit. I've got I've got enough for at least a pot of eight. I might be able to get a pot of at least like twelve or sixteen going. That's great. I'm I'm a big fan. That's well, awesome. I'm excited. Um, my draft league went great, other than some sloppy misclicks on Tommy's part, uh, which didn't really affect my play my rate of play at all. Uh, had he dynamaxed his Durant instead of just hitting Iron Head. I'm assuming he missed his uh, his attack here. No, he hit it. It just he wasn't went, enough. It he needed didn't Dynamax. Yeah, it just wasn't enough. He needed, he needed the Dynamax, and he had backed out to switch targets, and it doesn't keep your Dynamax because Pokemon is a fully finished game, and they they know what they're doing. Um, and then. I got him. I guess he was expecting Incineroar game one to be in the lead, and I completely threw him for a loop and went with Ninetales and Gudra and just set up and swept. <laughs> just pretty much cleaned house. That's awesome. Uh, he missed his Hypnosis turn one, and I just took over from there. Set up Electric Terrain and never, never looked back. And then game two, game two was a little bit closer. I, it, it was one of those long stalled out, drawn out games that just like I had to, I, I burned my way through Durant's D-Max turns. And then oh. I D-Maxed my Gudra. <laughs> Man, that's. <laughs> like Durant D-Maxed on turn, I think three or four. Uh, this was after I froze Conkledur and then froze Whimsicott and just took them both out. The fact that you got both freezes irritates me. Oh, they weren't at the same time either. I got two off two separate chances back to back. That's gross. You're uh, you're a monster. Was, to be fair, he put me to put Jellicent to sleep for like three turns, and then Gudra to sleep for two turns, and then Jellicent went back to sleep for uh, two turns. And good. Now you know how it feels. <laughs> I, I was I had I was in a position that all I had to do was take out Trant. That's all I had to do. The minute Durant is gone, he can't take out Jellicent because he just can't hit it. And Jellicent just sits there and looks at him at full health and just energy balls him every turn. It's like, so uh, what you gonna do? Yeah. So that was that was the game plan. It was just like, I gotta get through Durant after I took out the first two. I just gotta get through Durant because I know Milotic can't do anything. Jellicent was the MVP. Like, as good as Gudra Ninetales' lead was... Uh, Jellicent was MPV that MPV that game. It had Will-O-Wisp for Durant. It had Strength Sap for Durant. 
it was able to just energy ball into Milotic, no problem. So, draft was good. The video's out on YouTube. Go check it out. Wherever it's linked at, somewhere below, maybe. YouTube's down below, as always, in the show notes. There we go. I have oh, fancy you, commands on Twitch I, I, for all that, so I don't have to worry about that anymore. You gotta, you gotta get used to plugging stuff, man. Come on now. No, I got all. I gotta do is just type on the keyboard, and it pops up on the chat for me. I ain't gotta do anything anymore. <laughs> I'm we, getting lazy. We getting out of here for the week, man. Ah, I'm done. Let's get out of here. All right, I got a whole lot of nothing. So. As always, uh, we have our Discord channel. Feel free to join it. It's great. Our community is great. Um, we have a room for basically anything and everything you want to possibly talk about. So, um, past that, we have our Twitters. Uh, we have myself at CarterNoble25, Carlos at Musical underscore 33, and of course, the podcast is at LR Lessons. Uh, make sure you go follow those. We post when. Uh, when we go live with what, all that good stuff, which we do on Twitch. Um, myself at Mr. Missouri 25, Carlos at Musical. Um, past that, we have an email down in the show notes for questions, comments, concerns. And we also have our YouTube channel linked down there as well. So if you feel like subscribing on there, if you are listening on YouTube, go ahead and hit that like button. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button as well. Uh, ring the bell so you get notifications when new videos go live. And past that, I think I've hit everything, and I will be back. We will be back next week to talk about uh, Pokemon. Yeah. (laughs) I have no idea what we'll talk about. We'll figure it out next week. We'll figure something out. All right, everybody. Have a good one. Peace.